Hey, Minnesota boxing fans. Welcome to another episode of the Minnesota Fight Night podcast. I'm Brian Johnson, and my co-host is Sean Strauss. Well, Minnesota boxing fans will get a chance to see one of the sport's best young prospects in action this Sunday night at the Armory. As unbeaten rising star Jesus Ramos Jr. of Arizona tries to move a step closer to a world title shot. But he faces a tough test in veteran Brian Mendoza, a native of New Mexico, now fighting out of Las Vegas. Mendoza has won 19 of 20 professional bouts. This episode of the Minnesota Fight Night podcast features interviews with both fighters. We also have an extended chat with Minneapolis fighter Vishon Owens, who previews his matchup with Michael Agundo at the Armory. Owens, an Armory fan favorite, is 3-1 in his fights at the Minneapolis venue. Finally, we catch up with Armando El Toro Resendez, a promising young Mexican fighter who plans to train out of Minneapolis. Resendez takes on tough Marcos Hernandez of Fresno, California. The fights are part of a nationally televised PBC on Fox card. We start out with audio from the PBC's Miguel Flores, who introduces the headliners at Saturday's weigh-in. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the W here in Minneapolis, Minnesota, as Premier Boxing Champions presents our official weigh-in for tomorrow's exciting night of boxing. It is all brought to you by TGB Promotions and Warriors Boxing. Tomorrow, Fox PBC Fight Night will begin at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific across the country. All right, now, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for our main event, PBC on Fox Live from the Armory tomorrow night. Ten rounds in the super welterweight division. First up to the stage, his record stands 19 victories, 13 by knockout, opposite of just the one blemish. Fighting out of Las Vegas, Nevada, by way of Albuquerque, New Mexico, presenting Brian Labala Mendoza. And now we welcome his opponent coming to the stage. He is undefeated, 16 victories, 14 coming by way of knockout. Fighting out of Casa Grande, Arizona. He is one of the fastest rising stars in boxing, presenting Jesus Mono Ramos Jr. All right, and now we'll hear from Brian Mendoza. And a little editor's note here. I had the privilege of doing sort of an extended Zoom interview with Brian a couple weeks weeks back. And this was actually before the Pacquiao-Ugas fight. And we talked a little bit about that fight. I think you'll be interested in hearing... Brian's insight on uh, Jordanus Ugas in particular. And so here's the interview with Brian Mendoza. Great. Well, well, thanks for joining me today, uh, Brian. I'm here with Brian Mendoza, who will be featured on the um, upcoming card at the Armory on September 5th, uh, nationally televised on Fox. How are you doing today, Brian? I'm doing great. Just finished up training, ate a little something, and I just had it, you know, in the middle of camp. Great. Well, how is camp going so far? Uh, it's going great. Yeah, I've actually, you know, had basically these camps back to back because I've had other big fights fall through and stuff like that. So not just, you know, staying in shape, maybe adjustments and stuff that we need to make now. And uh, just very solid camp. Great. How how much notice did you get for this fight? Uh, for this one, I'd say three weeks. 
Okay. But um, but like I said, you know, I was already in the gym. I was getting ready for uh, a different card anyway. Um, so it's three weeks notice, you know, for this fight, you know, to to get ready for this specific opponent and everything. But uh, but we've been in shape. We've been ready. I'm, I'm always in the gym working and stuff. So that's all good. Okay. So I was just looking up on BoxRack. It looks like you're originally from Albuquerque, New Mexico, and are now uh, residing in Las Vegas. Is that right? Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Um, do you have any connections? I don't think you've ever fought in Minnesota, have you? Or do you have any other connections to Minnesota or Minnesota boxing? Uh, no, not really. <laughs> no connection. You know, just a promoter there. Uh, that's really it. But, you know, let's go make some connections. Yeah, absolutely. traveling. Uh, a lot of my early fights were always traveling. I went all over the country, so it's it's always fun traveling. You know, meeting new people and making those connections. Yeah, well, uh, uh, Minneapolis is turning into quite a fight town, and we've had a number of nationally televised cards here at the Armory, which is a a beautiful venue. And I don't know if you've ever seen any of the cards on television, but it's always a great atmosphere yeah. there. And um, you know, it has a rich tradition. We've uh, back in the day, the Armory hosted uh, great fighters like Sugar Ray Robinson and, and Henry Armstrong, and so it's a, a great tradition and a real uh, wonderful fight fight atmosphere. So, um, how, how how do you feel about going there and um, sort of introducing yourself yourself to the Minnesota boxing fans? Are you looking forward to it? Oh, always. Like I said, you know, I always love traveling and you know fighting in different places like that. Uh, I'm used to it from, you know, the beginning of my career. I was always here, there, you know, just shipping down to wherever there was a fight. Um, so, no, I love it. You know, uh, hopefully, you know, we go out there, put on a great show and make some new fans. Yeah, absolutely. And for, for the fans who maybe haven't seen you in action before, um, I believe you're 19 and one with 13 knockouts. Is that right? Yes, sir. So um, what, what can they expect to see? And, and how uh, sounds like you have pretty decent uh, power in both hands. Uh, what, what would, how would you describe yourself uh, stylistically in the ring? Um, there's actually, you know, a lot of new stuff that uh, you're going to see in this fight that you got to tune in for. But, you know, other than that, you know, I just try to, I try to be smart. Um, at the end of the day, I do like to bang sometimes. So, you know, um, there's always a little bit of that and always fan friendly uh, TV friendly style, you know, everything, uh, my fights are always exciting. So regardless, you know, and especially with the style matchup that I think we have in this fight is going to be a very exciting fight. Yeah. I was going to ask you about that. Uh, you're facing, uh, Jesus Ramos, of course, um, you know, a lot of hype around him. He's a, he's a great young talent. Um, but how do you feel you, you match up with him? Um, like I said, you know, it's obviously, you know, as far as the, the excitement, it's going to be a very exciting fight. Um, He's gonna, I know he's going to bring a lot of pressure and stuff like that, and he's moving up in weight. So, you know, he's trying to see if he feels more solid at the weight and everything. And, um, no, you know, we got to see uh, in there. I always like, uh, as a team, you know, we like to just uh, prepare as best we can and then in the ring, you know, make the adjustments we need to. So we'll see, you know, once we get in there, we'll see what we got to do. Uh, plan A, B, C, you know, whatever we got to get through to get that win. Yeah, and, and tell me a little bit about your team. Uh, who, who are you working with in your corner? Um, uh, my corner uh, is Ismael Salas, uh, Eri, and um, excuse me, uh, Fernan uh, Danny Fernandez or Fernandez. I'm mixing up the names right now, all the last names and stuff. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, that's been great. And then a um, uh, little little advice, you know, here and there, still from my strength and conditioning coaches Ed Jackson, Tony Brady. Um, they're they're great. You know, they work with guys like Andre Ward, Diego Corrales, Amir Khan, Andre Berto, all these guys, the Charlo brothers. So um, 
you know, the conditioning side and everything is good. You know, I, uh, lots of advice from them. And just, you know, I, I feel like I have a very solid team. I'm ready for this one. Okay. And um, can you talk a little bit about your amateur career? Um, did you have a, a lot of fights uh, as, as an amateur? I only had 30 fights. Um, I stepped into the boxing gym for the first time when I was 16 years old. And I'm 27 now, so, you know, I'm going on 11 years. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it's just uh, lots of work. You know, I, I always knew that I didn't have the experience that all these other guys had, so I decided I was going to work harder than them. I'm always, you know, always in the gym. I'm that guy that, you know, I'll fight, you know, take a little bit, barely any time off, if any. And I'm back in the gym and stuff. I'm always studying boxing and everything. Um, I knew my work ethic would make up for the, the time that I missed out, you know, as a younger kid. And it's just it's paid off honestly and now i'm finally i feel like i'm finally maturing into the fighter i knew i could be and it's getting there you know hitting my peak start starting to anyway um starting to get into that era and i have too much knowledge around me now ever since i moved to las vegas there's just too much knowledge you know i have Robesi ramirez uh two-time olympic gold medalist for cuba um i've learned from erislandi lara um another obvious multi-time world champion gold medalist everything um uh yeah all these people man and, and those are just the cubans i'm listing off but i have people from all over the world that i've learned from um so it's, just, it's been an honor and a blessing and everything and i take full advantage of it it sounds like you really have that cuban connection going <laughs> yeah um i'm definitely uh american but back, back, the cuban side of me definitely i exploit all of that because it's too much knowledge i'm like a kid in a candy store with all the knowledge and everything and all the advice i can get from these people Okay. So are, are you Cuban heritage or? Um, yeah. I mean, uh, both my parents are from Cuba. Okay. I'm yeah. I was born in Albuquerque, New Mexico, mm -hmm. but my, both my parents are from Cuba. So I'm full-blooded Cuban, but born in America. Okay. So we have a, a, a fighter that I'm sure you're probably familiar with who's based here in Minneapolis now out of Cuba, David Morrell. Um, yeah. What do you think of him? And, and does that sort of inspire you <laughs> to, uh, yeah win a belt like he has and to um just go on to bigger and better things yeah absolutely that's always the goal you know i've never i've always said i'm not in this sport you know to say like to get you know even to a fight like this or something and say oh awesome you know i got to this point like i have big goals and big dreams um that i'm going to achieve in the sport so i'm always looking ahead you know because there's lots of guys that'll get to a fight like this or something and they're just happy to be there and you're not going to see that from you're going to see someone coming here to win and no david morel uh He's, he had a spectacular performance in his last fight. That was very convincing. Um, and I think he's coming along as a pro very, very rapidly, obviously, you know, only a few fights in and the things he's accomplishing. So, of course, you know, it was motivating to see that stuff. Yeah, and you mentioned Ugas, of course. And, of course, he's, he'll be fighting Manny Pacquiao here, um, ste stepping in for Errol Spence. Um, you know, people are saying that, I think they're really underestimating Ugas in this fight. To me, this is a 50-50 fight. I, I have a lot of respect for Ugas. And, and what I'm curious what you think about that fight uh, coming up. Uh, just like you said, Ugas is very sharp. I think he's very underrated for this fight. But uh, Ugas is the type of guy that just goes in there and shows you what he can do. He, um, he's not, you know, like a, a shit talker. He doesn't do any of that stuff. You know, he's always very respectful and everything. All he does is work. He grinds in the gym. He goes in the gym, doesn't mess around. He grinds, goes home, you know, does his work and everything. Uh, and you're going to see that. I think on fight night, I think, um, you know, uh, we're just looking for him to be very sharp. You know, obviously he's not going to match Pacquiao's volume, but, you know, picking his sharp shots. Uh, he has very good shots for Southpaws. He's actually very good with them. 
And no, that that's just it, you know. Uh, his sharp shooting and everything, his ring intelligence. He's got years and years. Uh, I was actually talking to him. Uh, he's been boxing since he was six years old. And, you know, at his age now and everything, he's got plenty of experience. You know, he's been to the Olympics, uh, world championship level fights in the pros. He's just, he's up there. And uh, I, th I think this is his time. Yeah, well, I learned a long time ago never to bet against Pacquiao, even at age 42. <laughs> the guy's amazing. But, um, you know, yeah. I, I expect a very good and competitive fight here. And, potentially uh is good or better than the original matchup so we'll see mm -hmm. what happens but yeah uh, that's one thing you you never you never bored during an ugas fight that's one thing for sure yeah <laughs> and obviously the pacquiao fights as well so i think those styles yeah i think it's gonna be a great fight yeah i, I agree 100 percent um so what what uh how did you decide to get into boxing you said you're kind of a, a relatively late starter mm -hmm. um to the sport mm -hmm. uh how, how did you decide to get into it um, my dad was always a huge boxing fan and he never wanted me to do it and everyone's pushed me or anything. And it was just, you know, growing up, it was fight parties every weekend and this and that, you know, going to watch the fights. And it's just as a kid, I wasn't that interested in it. You know, I was doing my own thing, you know, playing games and everything out there. But um, just over time, I started, you know, watching the fights, started getting a little bit more interesting, started seeing like real action packed fights. Like I remember one of the first fights that really stands out in my head was watching the uh, Mayweather versus Gaddy fight. And that was just an amazing fight. And, you know, obviously, you know, something to get you intrigued. It piqued my interest for sure. And then, no, it was just. Um, so once I got into boxing, like a little bit of interest, I had some friends in high school that actually uh, they were, you know, boxing. It was nothing serious, but they had, you know, their trainer and everything. They started working and I wanted to go work with them. And then it, it took me like about a year, year and a half of begging my parents to let me try it because they were absolutely against it. But um you know finally they saw i was really i was for real about it and everything and that i really just wanted to try it so they thought okay let's let him try it you know he'll get it out of his head and he'll he'll give it up after a little while <laughs> here we are it was the exact opposite awesome well um did you play other sports growing up or um yeah i did uh like with school and everything i just i did track for a few years mm -hmm. and then that was cool but then got tired of running pretty quick and then uh uh, it was like a lot. I would play lots of sports, you know, with friends and stuff like that, like football, basketball all the time. And then uh, uh, I was actually in skateboarding for a few years, actually. Like I was really into that right before boxing. And then like that even shows like I was in love with skateboarding. But once I started boxing, I put it away because I didn't want to hurt myself or anything. I wanted, I was completely dedicated and everything. So ever since then, since day one in boxing, it's just been pure boxing. Awesome. Well, t um ask you about another fighter who will be on this card on the fifth uh armando el toro resendez uh do you know anything about him or have you seen him fight i'm interested in getting your scouting report uh yeah we spar all the time <laughs> okay um yeah very close because we have we work with pretty much the same team um so yeah no i've seen him a lot you know he's he's developing a lot uh i think uh he's he's still you know a little green but he's developing quickly and he came to Vegas, you know, because of that, because they're getting high level work. I know he's sparring with like world champions and this and that, you know, me and him get a lot of work. Um, he's developing very quickly. So, you know, the, uh, he's moving up and then, you know, we'll see how he progresses as he goes. But yeah, definitely a tough guy, you know, has power, uh, pressure, you know, a very solid fighter. Yeah, well, we're, we're looking forward to seeing him as well. I understand he plans to uh, train here out of Minneapolis. And so, uh, mm -hmm. you know, we'll sure. like Jamal James and 
some of our other hometown guys. So um, looking forward to that, certainly. And absolutely looking forward to seeing you in the ring. Um, so uh, any other any other parting thoughts? I mean, this has got to be a big opportunity for you, national television. Uh, what do you think uh, a win would do for you and your career here on uh, September 5th? A win right now is going to change my life. Uh, this finally, I started late in boxing. So, you know, uh, we took the, even like old team that I had, uh, we took the slow road, you know, it was under the radar, you know, just building fights, building the record, getting the experience in. And then even now, you know, I took all this, uh, like the COVID stuff. I was, you know, thank God I was able to use that as a blessing in disguise as well, because I got tons of just, uh, even individual time with my trainer and just, you know, one-on-one -on -one and just tons of tons of experience now, even through this time. Um, and it's just now this fight is the fight, you know, it's finally time, you know, I feel the, the fighter that I've always envisioned that I am, that I could be, that I will be, um, I'm finally becoming that fighter, you know, like uh, a lot, like my skills are coming out and everything, just everything I knew I had inside, it's coming out. And I can't wait to show everybody that September 5th is going to be big. This fight's going to, it's very important for me in my career. And I think it's all up, it's all up from here. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we'll certainly look forward to seeing that. It's been about a year since your last fight. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then I've, I'd say I've been through about four training camps <laughs> since then. Um, definitely no layoff time. Uh, I was supposed to fight Julian Williams and then uh, he pulled out like on fight week. So, you know, we had a full training camp until that one. Um, and then I was getting ready for a fight, I think on David Benavidez's undercard that just fell through. Mm. Uh, I was getting ready. Then they were going to put me on a Pacquiao card. It's just, it's just been training. Uh, so you're not going to see any like layoff type of thing or anything like that. We're ready to go. All right. Well, I look forward to seeing that. And it's very nice meeting you, Brian. Um, good luck to you. And um, maybe we can chat again. I, I hope when, when you're in town for the uh, news conference mm -hmm. and the weigh in and, and at the fight. So I'm, cause I'll be there. So um, look yeah. forward to meeting you in person as well. Awesome. Yeah. Likewise. I, I look forward to meeting you. Thank you for having me. And now we'll hear from Jesus Ramos Jr. So, um, so is this, you're really on a roll. I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about this fight and, and uh, how important it is to uh, get another win here and um, how will this advance your career? Uh, it's, it's, it's very important to, to get a win tomorrow night and to look good at doing it. Um, I, have been, I have big plans for my future, you know, I want to be remembered as one of the greats. So I think right now what I'm doing is building a foundation to my career and to my legacy. And um, that's why I'm taking these type of fights. Brian Mendoza is not an easy opponent, you know, but I'm taking those fights because I want a strong foundation for my legacy. And um, I want people to, to remember me, you know, so this is why I'm taking this fight. So it's important I look good and that I get a good victory over Brian Mendoza. Yeah, absolutely. And I know I, I know you don't want to look past Mendoza, of course, but what kind of timeline are you on, do you think, for possibly getting a, a title shot? Yeah, you know, um, I feel like I'm very close. And especially with the good victory over Brian Mendoza looking good, um, I feel like it's, it's an arm's reach, a title shot's an arm's reach. Okay. You have a fan-friendly style, and uh, people I'm sure the people here in Minneapolis are really looking forward to seeing you. Um, I know you're... Is uh, Abel Ramos, is that your uncle? He's my uncle, yeah. Okay, and I know we, we had the privilege of watching him here a few years ago against Jamal James. That was a really good fight, close fight. Were you, were you here for that fight? or? Yeah, it was actually the first time I had I was with my uncle, you know, the whole fight week. 
So I spent some time here in Minneapolis, and I loved it, man. I love Minneapolis, and um, it's great to be back. And um, I, I, I was at the fight at the Armory, so I know how it gets there. I know how the fight fans here are here. So I'm, I'm just excited to, to be back. Yeah, absolutely. They get uh, they really get into their boxing here, and so how how excited are you to to now actually be in the ring versus just a part uh, an observer? <laughs> yeah, you know, um, like I like I said, I, know I saw the fight fans, and now it's my turn. You know, so I'm just I'm ready. You know, I I, I feed off of that energy. You know, I love to have fight fans um, engaging the fight, cheering cheering on. Um, whether it's for me or for the other guy, you know, and it just it pumps me up. So, so I'm ready. I'm excited. Great. Well, well, we're glad to have you here. Uh, and Sean, do you have any questions? Uh, just curious, how long have you been in town, like uh, finishing up your preparations for the fight here? I've been here since Thursday. Since Thursday. Since Thursday yeah. And then, what, where have you been doing? You know, for your, uh, for your, you know, normally guys are sparring towards the end and then they back off. Uh, like, can you tell us a little bit about what you've been? Doing for your routine when you've been in town? Um, we've been doing mid-work and running. You know, we've been doing 12 rounds of mid-work. Um, my weight was super good, so we were just focusing on our game plan. And uh, we're perfecting everything, you know. Like I said, 12 rounds, so I'm more than ready. I'm more than ready for, for anything. Awesome. All right. Sweet, sweet. Well, I yeah. thank you again for making yeah, time. Yeah, good luck to you. Look forward to seeing you on fight night. Thank you, man. Thank you. And now we'll hear from Armando El Toro Resendez. Hey, uh, Armando, welcome to Minneapolis. We're super excited to have you here, and I enjoyed talking to you on our last podcast a while back. Um, but uh, how excited are you to be making your Armory debut here on Sunday night? First of all, thank you. How has training been going so far? De, de Bob Santos y todo, escuchando los consejos de, de grandes campeones de, he esparreado con, 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 con buenos campeones como, como lo es Caleb Plan y, y entre otros I had a really good training camp I had the opportunity to take advice from all the champions like Carmelo uh, Alba Caleb Plan and I sparred Caleb Plan so I had the opportunity to learn this would be the, the best training camp I ever had with Mr. Bob Santos and Ismael Salas so I'm feel really, really good. Cool. What, what was it like training with Caleb Plant and what, what did you learn from that? So it's always a good experience to make to spar with a champion. Uh, it takes your, your best out of you, and, and it's always uh, great to learn more. So, yeah. and always learn. All right. Do you think he has a chance against Canelo? Do you think he has a chance against Canelo? Ah, this boxing, this boxing, we're fighting. Yeah, yeah. You never know until they get in the ring, right? <laughs> so, how um, are you still planning to come here in Minneapolis and, and train here? And, uh, and what's your timeline for that? 
Nelson todavía sigues planeando venir y mudarte aquí y seguir peleando aquí por Minneapolis? Eh, bueno, primero eh, sería verlo con mis manejadores. Ellos, ellos al último van a, a, a decidir qué es mejor para mí y adelante. Y que yo vengo aquí a trabajar y a dar lo mejor de mí para toda la gente. So first of all, I need to talk to my managers, but I'd be happy to fight here in Minneapolis and fight for these beautiful people here in Minneapolis. So happy to see me really good. So he's been feeling the the heat of the people here, so that kind of kind of mm -hmm. okay. Have you had a chance to work with David Morrell? I haven't had the privilege yet that little in front of us we're going to have a camp together for sure here in Minneapolis. Okay. Great. Do you have any questions, Sean? No, I guess the, the only thing I was curious about is how long have you been in town um, preparing for this fight right now and uh, what kind of things have you been doing? You know, uh, to get yourself ready for this fight, maybe different from other fights. So, ¿qué tiempo llevas aquí en este pueblo preparando para esta pelea y qué diferencia has hecho de las peleas anteriores? ¿Qué va básicamente hecho? Ah, no, hemos hemos corregido detalles técnicos. Hemos hemos details, technical details. Ajá, y aprendido nuevas cosas. And learn new things. Y, y bueno, llevo aquí ya un, un, buen, un buen tiempo, ya tengo tres meses en este campamento. Y me he preparado, creo que mejor que nunca. I have prepared better than ever in my life. So, what about Salas and Bob Santos? ¿Cómo se fue la palabra? Oh, ahí se, se trabajó junto este. Eh, con la, la parte física bastante con, con, con el profe Bob Santos y la parte técnica también con, con, con Salas y los dos también también con I had también the two best part of my training camp was Mr. Bob Santos as a physical trainer that's why I'm in this shape and Mr. Salas in my training camp I think I had the best I'm, I'm in the best shape ever great Um, I think your last fight was in April. Really nice win there against Madeira. Is that right? Yes. What uh, what what did you take from that fight? Uh, what do you, what do you remember about that fight? Oh, bueno, creo que esa fue mi primera pelea aquí en los Estados Unidos. Estaba un poquito ansioso. It was kind of, I was kind of anxious because it was my first fight here in the United States. I had a little bit of pressure because I wanted to press, but uh, now I'm complete. Now I got everything I need. I'm going to press these people that a lot of Mexican people need to support me here. I'm ready, para demostrarlo, lo nuevo aprendido. I'm ready to show up my new and now we'll hear from Vishan Owens. Uh, again, happy to be joined by our friend Vishan Owens here. Um, he is uh, has been added to the September 15th 
card at the Minneapolis Armory. Um, so tell us about that, Vishan. It sounds like they haven't announced your opponent yet. Is that right? Yeah, all that's being in the works now. Um, you know, like everything is, um, you know, like I said, with, with the whole COVID thing that, that has to go through and then, you know, blood work and all the, you know, medicals, the, you know, the whole nine yards. They just being super strict with everything now because um, these last few fights, it's been so many um, matches that's been canceled because of you know COVID or whatever and everybody's not you know taking heed to the protocols and everything so they they're not they're not really playing with this right now and then like like I said there's another spike you know uh you know especially here so they're really pushing you know the vaccine and just taking care of yourself as well yeah all right. So um, talk a little bit about the uh, your preparation for this fight. Um, it sounds like you're, you're sort of just winding things down now. And like you said, mm -hmm. and uh, isolating yourself. But uh, how, how was training? Uh, training is 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 difficult as usual. You know, it's always it's always a hard training camp. This this training camp was it was really tough. It was real tough, you know. Me and Jamal, you know, uh, Jamal was supposed to be on here. I, I don't really know what what happened. Um, just it, it doesn't have anything to do with with the virus or anything. I think there was just like, you know, they they want him on a bigger stage or something. But that's that's all I really know. Yeah. Um. So they still keeping me on or whatever. But but you know, waking up four or five o'clock in the morning with the world champion and our, you know, other teammates, it's, it was really, uh, this one was really tough. It was real tough. Um, you know, um, and, and, you know, having to fight in my, my last fight was in July, I believe. Was it July? And yeah. then, you Wasn't know, that oh, it probably was June. Yeah. Yeah. June or July. And then um, the August card, um, we was we was told that we were actually was going to be on that card, but then um, like the week of the fight, we didn't get it. But we'll be on a September one. So, you know, we've been at, I I didn't you know we ain't taking no breaks. You know, I just we've been in in the camp majority of the time. You know, um, and that's just the. <laughs> That's just really it, you know. The wife don't like it, you know. So, <laughs> you know, the wife and kids, like, you know, when you go come back home, and you know, so it's 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 just it's it's work, you know. That's the that's the job, you know. Um, so I've I've been really sharp and just training, no breaks. Yeah. Well, what's it like training for a fight where you don't know who your opponent is? Is that uh, affect how you approach your training or you just kind of focus on what you what you normally do in the ring and just yeah it's it's more of just um sharpening up our skills you know staying strong uh working on stuff that you know we missed last fight or whatever we, we, we pretty much just you know uh build more in our arsenal put more tools in our uh, toolbox 
if if you could if you'll say that. And um it's not really nothing new, you know, uh the beginning of pro career, you know, we had a few um uh short notice fights or whatever. Um, you know, the beginning is like that, you know, sometimes you'll just you don't know who it is. And then also, you know, doing the amateurs for such a long time, uh, you know, amateurs, you don't have a clue who you're fighting. And so, you know, it's, that's like, that's just how I put it in my head. Like, you know, this is just another big stage. Uh, you know, this, this person's coming here to knock my head off or whatever. So that's how I always put it. Everybody's in front of me is, is uh, a challenge, you know, so that's how I always look at it. Okay. Well, what's it like? You've you've fought at the Armory a few times now. Uh, what what do you expect? Uh, what's it like there, and how excited are you to be uh, returning? Um, excited. <laughs> I'm 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 so excited. I'm so pumped. Like um, just something about the Armory just really gets me. It's it's just being in there, you know. And and I and I I fought uh, at the Barclays Center. You know, and, you know, the Barclays Center is amazing, you know, but the Armory is just, it's so, the energy there is so amazing. You know, the the crowd there, I, I say this all the time, Minnesota boxing fans are the best fans in the world. You know, they'll, no matter what they're going to root for you. Even if they don't know you, they're going to go crazy for you, you know? So it's, I just love the electricity, you know, when you come in out the, the entry, walking into the, the ring, you know, and just, just seeing everybody, you know, and, but then, you know, when the bell ring, that switch is gone and it's like, nobody's there. But, you know, you still hear them, you know, you still hear them, but it's, it's, it's a lot of things about the, the armory. And I'm just so glad that it's, it's in the heart of Minneapolis, it's in the city. And that's just the, the best thing. We don't got to go out far. We don't got to go two hours out or, or just in the middle of nowhere. It's like right there in the city, you know, downtown. And that's what I love about it. Yeah. You know, it's easier for everybody. Yeah, hundred percent. That's uh, you know, even going to the casino, I'm sure is, you know, like you said, that's hour and a half or a couple hours away, and it's mm -hmm. nice to have it literally right there in, in in the heart of the city. So, um, hey, I have to ask you about. I I saw on uh, social media, it looks like someone made off with your motorcycle and wrecked it. What's up with that? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> That's a bummer. Is that? Oh, uh, so my wife was, she, bless her heart. She's just such an amazing person. That was actually a gift for Father's Day. Oh, wow. And I only had it for a month and it was stolen. Oh, man. And then a week later, it was found in an impound. Uh, I think it was North Minneapolis or I, I'm not really too sure. Mm -hmm. It was there and we saw it. I'm look, uh, you know, my wife, she FaceTiming because, you know, I'm, I'm in camp. She was FaceTiming. She showed it to me. She was like, they said, this is it. I'm like, 
that's not my bike. Oh. <laughs> and so she read the uh the uh what what is what do you call it? The well, the license plate was hanging on the ground. Oh, and I looked and I'm like, and the 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 company of the the bike is called Chicago. Mm-hmm. And it was Chicago. And she she looked up the numbers and everything. And I'm like, dang. He didn't even, whoever it was, he didn't even take care of it. That's a major drag. Now, is it repairable or no, it was no, it was no point. It was like you the to get it repaired, you might as well just get a whole new one. Oh geez. That's yeah, such a drag. It was, yeah. it was a total wreck. And like the way that I took the pictures, you didn't you didn't actually see everything. Like the seat was pulled out, the the gas was hanging out. It was just a total wreck. Where you where you place your feet, it was replaced with uh wood. You know, it was mm. yeah, they didn't take care of it at all. And I'm just like, well, that's a that's a loss. And she, you know, my wife, she's like, Well, you know, I'll still get you another one. No. I don't want to, especially here, so uh-huh. they can do it again. Not here, like not, not on Lake Street. No, that's, not Lake Street. That's a major bummer. Was it covered by insurance or? Um. So this was the thing. Um, I didn't actually. So you can actually drive off with a moped before you can actually get insurance, and they and they did say get insurance, and so. I left it in the parking lot because I had to get ready for camp. Mm-hmm. You know, I was in, and I was gone for camp for about uh, two weeks and a half, three weeks, and then we wind up coming back. And then that week, when I came there, um, I got the papers, and so I've been. I left it in the parking ramp. It's actually in the parking ramp, so I just left it there. You know, you can leave it. You can leave anything there, mm-hmm. and. Before I can even get the chance and get the paperwork ready, it was gone. And I I I went to the uh the um uh, the guys that watch the parking the you know the cars and I'm like, hey, yeah, where's my bike? And he was like, Your bike is sitting right there. I was like, No, it isn't. Mm. And he was like, Hold on. So he he got out of his office. He walked over there. He came back. He was like, where's your bike? Oh, <laughs> I was like, man, you tell me. <laughs> oh, man. I was just, I was more heartbroken than anything because I'm not a huge bike person. Yeah. And it, and it kind of took me a minute to, you know, you know, uh, get used to it. And I was falling in love with it. And then, it, you know, that happened. And I didn't really get much time to actually enjoy it because I had to go to camp, mm-hmm. you know. So it was like it was just law. So it's it's whatever. It's whatever. When we move, I might get another one. I might. Well, that's a major bummer. But here's a tip for you now, Deshaun. Just picture the guy, whoever you're facing in the ring. Just pretend he's still <laughs> your bike. That'll put you in a fight. Yeah. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. I'm definitely going to do that. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. you bike stealer. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, um, well, well, good luck with your fight. Uh, and um, just uh, 
wish you the best as always. Uh, any any other thoughts before I let you go? Um, no, nothing. I'm just I'm just excited. You know, I hope to see you there. I hope to see mm -hmm. everybody there. You know, um, I believe it's Fox TV mm -hmm. this time. It's going to be televised on Fox TV, 5 p.m. Mm -hmm. uh, doors open at 4.30. Fights start at 5. Be there. It's, it's, it's amazing. If, if you guys haven't experienced a boxing match, do it now because you will fall in love with it. Oh, absolutely. I can 100% agree with that. And uh, do you know if your fight's going to be on, on TV or? Uh... Um, it's a 10 round fight. It's a, it's a big, um, it's a big, um, it's a big one for me at 140, mm -hmm. you know? So, um, I mean, uh, I've had huge, you know, opportunities, <laughs> you know, tall and yeah, short, right. right. Yeah. So <laughs> exactly. But this one, but this one, you know, like I said, I don't look past nobody. Then it's just it's just as big at 140. So it's a 10 rounder. Um, that's the that's the new thing. I've you know I've had about four or five eight round uh, matches. This is gonna be my first 10 rounder. So mm -hmm. this one's a big opportunity match. So this is your second fight at 140 now. Is that right? Second. Yes, my second fight at 140. How did that feel? Uh, the last fight going in at 140. Uh, I, I was mad because I'm like, why the heck did I do didn't do this before? Mm. You know, um, uh, dropping two weight classes. I'm just like, uh, what was I thinking? You know, what, what what was I really thinking? I I feel amazing at 140. There's there's literally no difference besides the the size. You know, now I'm the now I'm the tall person. So that's the that's the difference. Instead of looking up, I'm looking down now. So um <laughs> well, that helps. You know, and yeah. And there is a speed difference. There's a speed gap. It the the last opponent at 140, he was he was really fast, you know, uh just took me a while to adjust. So um it's just the the speed and the size what what one thing that I have to get used to. All right, B Sean. Uh Good luck, my friend. Thanks for your time. Thank you. I appreciate it. And that'll do it for this episode of the Minnesota Fight Night Podcast. We'll see you next time. Until then, keep bobbing and weaving. Mm -hmm.